Hey everyone, it's Elena for another weekly update. This week, I'm going to talk about medical history, something I've been dealing with for pretty much all my life, not having any sense of history on my medical background. It's been a moving target from day one. I know at one point I had tuberculosis when I was a kid in Russia, and on my left arm, upper towards the back, I actually have this shot um, imprint, if you will. And I realized all the orphans get this shot. I still don't know what it is for, but uh, we all got it. And the reason I know this is um, one day, this is a, a very long time ago, I met these two other girls that were also adopted from Russia. And I, I asked them, I was like, hey, just curiosity, do you have this shot on your left arm? And they're like, yeah, oh my gosh, no one else does except you know, and now the three of us, there are two others, and we showed each other, and it's something to do with when you're an orphan, um, to help with, you know, maybe, uh, avoiding certain diseases. I, I don't know that, I don't think I ever got a, a straight answer as to what it was for. It's, it's just that all the adoptees, or orphans at least, got it. Um, and then that's pretty much it. I had no other history on my medical background. And this topic came to my mind recent because of all the different medical conditions going around with, you know, COVID and the flu, the cold, and then who knows what else, what other variant out there that's going to come. It made me really think about, wow, I knew I never had a history necessarily, but um, how that impacts me when it comes to just uh, knowing my medical history, right? Um, what am I prone to? Do I need to take certain precautions or am I fine? You know, in COVID, they're like, if you have, as an example, diabetes, or if you have this condition or that, you know, be more careful and do this, don't do that. And um, which is great. But for the people that don't know, uh, it's kind of like, oh, well, okay. Um, just take it day by day. And of course, there's different measures you can take. Um, but I, I also remember growing up, going to the doctor's office and, you know, you get your pieces of paper and asks for all the history. And it was interesting because as a kid, I hated filling that out. Even though my mom was there, um, I hated it because it was just like, well, what do I put in there? I, I don't know my history. I'd just say N.A. or uh, you couldn't even say N.A. because they're like, well, why are you saying N.A. or unknown? It's usually I, I recall saying unknown adopted. And that really started inviting unwanted conversation at that time, especially as a kid, that I don't want to be known as the adopted kid. Um, I wanted to just feel like I was part of the family and feel like I was normal. But it's not right. And looking back at it, I'm sure that was just as uncomfortable for my parents, you know, going to a doctor's office, filling that out. And it's, you don't know. And I'm sure the doctor's like, how do you not know your kid's history? And, um, I'm sure it was just easier to say adopted and that's it. Right. But as a kid, from my perspective, it was it was hard because it was just I didn't want to have that conversation. It was opening that wound 
every single time that I was adopted, I have no history of my family, myself. Um, it was just hard. It was really hard. And it's even hard growing up, right? When you have certain conditions or certain reactions, you, you don't know why. You can't see it coming. Um, and it's unfortunate, especially if you are prone to serious diseases or sicknesses, you're kind of going to find out as you get it versus being proactive. On the flip side of that too is sometimes when we know too much for something that we're not guaranteed to get or have, we take too many measures, right? And so some people might freak out and go overboard on something. So there is a balance of knowing and not knowing. I think for me, I'm good with not knowing because um, I'm just, it's just better to be more at peace and just take something as it comes, especially with the medical side, because I've just seen the opposite where people freak out thinking, well, my parents had this, so I need to start doing this kind of um, process and, and they may not ever get that. So it's kind of overboard. Um, I do feel bad for, you know, people who have history of serious diseases, um, that there should be pre-measures taken, but everyone's different. There's a case by case situation. So, um, yeah. And on top of that, I actually, in thinking about the medical history, I remember it's kind of related to the topic and the same time, not when I first got to the States, and the first doctor's office I went to was just like a, a pediatrician, you know, check up, make sure I'm healthy. Um, I, at one point, I tested to have, I think it was a lot of lead in my, I, I'm sure I had lead or some sort of, uh, the pipes were bad in Russia. So there was a lot of traces of lead in, in my system. But throughout that, the first visit, it was... It was interesting because I don't remember the exact order, but basically I go to the doctors. My Both my parents are there. And the, the reason I know this actually is my dad, I didn't know this until way down the road, but um, he kept like a little journal of the time he went to Russia or my parents went to Russia to get me. And then a little after when I first came to the States, and this is one of the journal entries. And he was talking about how we went to a doctor's appointment and the doctor said, hey, you're going to need some shots. And but first, my mom wanted to talk to the doctor. So my dad and I walked out and I guess as we were walking out towards the sitting area, um, I hit my head on something and it was I hit it very hard. And um, and then I started crying. And then within a couple of seconds, I just stopped. My dad goes, wow, that that's interesting. Um, that, you know, most kids, when they hit their head, it's like they're crying and having a tantrum and whatever other reaction. And it was just one of those moments where it hurt. And then I go, eh, I'm good. Move on. And it was all within a couple seconds and he was just puzzled by it. And then, uh, we got called back for the shot and I got the shot, same situation where, I started crying for a second and then I stopped like it hurt I'm getting a shot and then it was like I'm I'm fine and he thought that was 
interesting. He hadn't seen that before in a kid. Most of the time, like I said earlier, it's something hurts. The kid cries. They cry for the next probably hour or two. And, you know, you you kind of entice them with something to stop crying. But it wasn't anything like that. Um, and so it was interesting to read that. That, that was how I reacted. And it, it kind of makes sense to how I live my life. I think, too, in the orphanage, you know, I, I, I'm not a parent, so I have no no say, but I think sometimes kids react and cry because they know it gets attention. And in the orphanage, you're not going to get that attention. Unless it's life-threatening, you can be crying, and they probably like, okay, whatever, I have, you know, 20 other kids I have to take care of. And so you learn very quickly that if something hurts, you get over it. It's not the end of the world. If you're dying, then you're going to get the help you need, but if not, then move on. And so I think that's also how I feel I've been living life to a certain extent that something happens and you just kind of reflect on it and then you move on. It's not life or death situations most of the time. So so embrace it if you have to do whatever you need to to understand what happened, but be stronger and just move on. Don't don't cry about it for God knows how long, just uh, keep going. So I thought that was interesting to read and reflect on my life and kind of see a comparison too of how I was as a kid and even now as an adult, what the deltas are, uh, what I've learned. And medically, I haven't learned too much. I I take it as it comes. Um, you know, it was interesting. I, I, I talked about it uh, on one episode about the 23andMe and Ancestry, but I did do a DNA test uh, for different reasons. But part of the return on this was that you get some medical information and it wasn't too much, much like my matches of 0.40%, you know, fifth removed cousin situation. But um, a couple of things that they alerted me, if you will, was that uh very slight chance of uh prone to getting diabetes so watch yourself type thing um and then lactose intolerance which actually is pretty true um and then everything else is kind of like uh you're a wild card we don't really know so um i guess being russian we're we're definitely wild cards in many aspects of life which i find kind of humorous but uh, yeah, so I, I hope this kind of helps bring awareness that, you know, there's a lot of people that don't know their medical history and it's almost like a privilege to to know it uh, from day one, actually. You know, a lot of kids have that because they have both parents or one parent and most of the time, even if parents aren't together, they have the other parent's medical history to go off of. And it's almost like, you're born into that. And not everyone has that privilege. And I would also challenge people, even if you know it, just kind of step back and say, you know, just because I know this information doesn't mean I'm going to get it. So I shouldn't freak out that I might be prone to this. Because we we could we could maybe get something and in between that, though, we could be freaking ourselves out, doing more 
drastic measures to prevent it than are needed. And uh, so we can't just fully live our life. So I would challenge some folks, even if you know your medical history, you know, live your life without fear of what might happen because we're not guaranteed to have, you know, what we are, um, what our family has in their history. So, um, and yeah, just be open and empathetic to people who don't know their history, especially kids and parents that don't know. Uh, I never put myself in my parents' shoes when I was younger of uh, going to the doctor's office and thinking, wow, that must be an awkward situation for them too. Like as a parent, not knowing. And I don't know if that first reaction is just say you're adopted because that way we don't have to explain it or or, or what. But it, it, there's a lot of sides that are impacted. It's not just one-sided and me being the adoptee. It's the parent as well, or really any any family member. So um, it was interesting to reflect on that and, and put myself in my parents' shoes and see that different side as well. So um, I hope you enjoy this, this week's topic and don't take your medical history for granted. And as always, my book is on Amazon still, uh, Coming to America, an adoption story. You're also welcome to check it out in my other blogs and podcasts on elainalee.net. And as always, I appreciate everyone listening. Thanks.